Good morning and welcome to the Amateur Financial Analysis Podcast for Wednesday the 12th of December 2018. Um, We've got some cool stuff to talk about today. Um, We're going to talk a lot about Apple and some luxury property market stuff. So let's get into it now. Okay, so China have banned iPhone sales. Um, obviously within China. It comes after Qualcomm have won a suit um, in China over patent infringement claims. Qualcomm are the company who make all the processes that go mostly into Android phones and they also make modems um, like the um, the chips in the phones that connect to 4G and 5G and all of that and they claim that Apple have used patterns specifically related to resizing photos on touchscreens, which seems like a rather small issue, but it's sort of built into a whole big legal battle between Apple and Qualcomm over a million different things, and Apple's asking suppliers to hold off royalties paid to Qualcomm um, on the order of something like $7 billion, and now Apple aren't allowed to sell older iPhones in China. So iPhone models from 6 through to the iPhone 10 are now banned for sale in China, providing that they run iOS 11. So I don't know if Apple can maybe update that to iOS 12 and continue to sell them. Um, the newest generation of the iPhones are exempt from the ban simply because they had not been released yet before the suit was filed. And so Apple have said they will continue to sell iPhones in China and that they will use the courts to appeal the decision. And obviously there may be some workarounds by upgrading iOS on these iPhones. In other news, Apple is losing hold on the markets. Another story has come uh, to light today to which is a report from uh, Whistleout, which is a website that you can use to go on and compare different brands of iPhones and technology products. So not different brands of iPhones, different brands of phones and technology products to figure out which one is right for you. And essentially what their report does is it shows how much people are searching for different phones um, and sort of what the market segmentation is there. Um, So it shows that Huawei now holds a 2.5% of the market and Google makes up 5.21% of the market. Um, Google share is up 600% from last year um, on the back of the Pixel 3. Um, Meanwhile Apple and Samsung are sitting at 43.56% and 17.5% respectively. This is mainly this change is mainly due to carriers such as Telstra and Vodafone starting to put marketing into other brands such as Google and Huawei and um, the Oppo phones. So you will have noticed this if you're looking around you ask, there are a lot of Pixel 3 ads everywhere from Telstra at the moment. And that's basically them just promoting these um, phones. And if you go into Telstra stores, you're likely going to see some pixels on display in the store. And the um, Vodafone's chief commercial officer said that he expects this trend to actually continue into the next year. Um, So we can also expect 
Apple's market share to start shrinking a bit um, as consumer discretionary income falls. Um, because those iPhones are at such high prices now, we may see people start to look towards a cheaper phone for their upgrade. They're not going to want to spend that extra money on an iPhone. Um, 5G phones from manufacturers such as ZTE and HTC are expected to start showing up in the market in early 2019. Uh, so the first half of 2019 they're supposed to start, start showing up. Um, you'll remember from yesterday that the 5G auction is just wrapped up with Telstra getting the biggest share of the 5G market. However, this isn't supposed to have a big effect on phone sales yet as 5G infrastructure won't be properly rolled out until mid-2020. It is also important to understand that although the market share of Apple and Samsung are starting to decline, we're unlikely to see a catastrophic collapse in market share for either of them as it's estimated about 90% of customers who have bought iPhones or Samsung phones are expected to repeat their purchase um, when they upgrade and some of the remaining amounts will simply switch between the two brands rather than go to another brand. So the luxury property market in Sydney has had a record-breaking year this year with over 100 homes sold at over $10 million. This is defined the rest of the property market which has experienced a huge downturn. Not a huge downturn this year but it has experienced quite a big downturn this year. Um, some jaw-droppingly beautiful homes have sold and it's worth actually going on um, the internet and having a look at some of these. The Australian Financial Review yesterday had some beautiful photos of like some five-story mansions that were sold. For example, a Chinese buyer set a suburb record in Cremorne when they paid $19 million for a house that, in all honesty, kind of just looked like a very, very nice apartment building. Um, it's got massive floors and there's five of them and they're tiered and it's a beautiful, beautiful house. This record year has also been in the midst of tightening lending requirements from the banks, which we've all heard so much about. Um, and the push out of foreign investors by the FIRB um, to try to keep uh, international investments out of Australia's property markets. So yesterday the ASX closed just 23 points higher. It opened about 30 points higher and then lost ground through midday and early afternoon and then kicked back up a little bit towards the end of the trading day led by CSL and then closed just 23 points down. It's still firmly under the 5600 points barrier and is down 7% lower on the year. And Leighton Holding CFO has been found guilty um, of two contraventions of the Corporations Act. The charges boil down basically to a payment that was supposedly to buy steel at a preferential price. However, no steel was ever provided and the accounts of Leighton Holdings were manipulated. Um, this pay, the payee that, that I think $15 million went to um, was linked to bribery activities. Um, Greg will appear before the court on January 31st to be sentenced and the charges carry up, or the convictions now, 
carry up to two years in prison, which the judge will have to decide in January. Last night was a rather muted night on Wall Street. The markets did open quite high, but after an incredible brawl between uh, the US President Donald Trump and Democrats in the Oval Office, those gains were all given back within really minutes. Um, Donald Trump uh, has effectively... Donald Trump has threatened to shut down the government over border security. Um, and in the UK, uh, European European stocks were up, but UK stocks were very muted or down over continued Brexit fears. So just have a listen to the brawl that happened in the Oval Office that caused Wall Street to have such a quiet day. Um, US Australian stocks are expected to be insulated from this, though and will probably open higher. You know what? We need border security. That's what we're going to be talking about, border security. If we don't have border security, we'll shut down the government. Elections have consequences, Mr. President. And that's why the country is doing so well. One thing I think we can agree on is we shouldn't shut down the government over a dispute. And you want to shut it down. You keep talking about it. The last time, Chuck, you shut it down. No, no, no. And then you opened it up very quickly. 20 times. I don't want to do what you did. 20 times you have called for, I will shut down the government if I don't get my wolf. None of us have you said You want to know something? You've said okay, it. Okay, you want to put that you on my said it. I'll take it. Okay, okay, good. You know what I'll say? Yes. If we don't get what we want, one way or the other, whether it's through you, through a military, through anything you want to call, I will shut down the government. Okay, absolutely. Fair enough. And we I am disagree. proud, and I'll we tell disagree. you what, I am proud to shut down the government for border security, Chuck, because the people of this country don't want criminals and... Thank you for listening to this episode. I will be back tomorrow before 7am to bring you tomorrow's briefing.